1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Yeah, this is just so sad. Um, Luke Perry died yesterday morning, 52 years old, massive stroke last Wednesday, never recovered from it. We do not know many specifics about the medical situation. He was supposedly responsive in talking when the paramedics got to him last week, but His condition deteriorated quickly after that, but we don't know what kind of stroke he had, um, but obviously it was massive. Mm. He became a huge heartthrob back in the 90s when he played Dylan McKay on Beverly Hills 90210. He left in 1995 after six seasons. Reportedly, back then because he didn't like how soapy it was becoming. I remember we were devastated operate. at our
0: house when he drove away. He like now, did drove he break... off into the sunset on the motorcycle type thing.
1: But he was with Kelly when at the time, or no? no not yet. he has he,
0: he was with someone else, and then they... Brando or
1: somebody else. No, it
0: was somebody. It was a character played by Rebecca Gayhart, um, oh. and she ended up. His dad was like involved in some like weird money organized crime money laundering and their wife died and then Mm. it was she wasn't dead and then like it was like they just went away
1: okay his
0: dad died and all this
1: other stuff okay
0: but then, of course, you know,
1: he did come back as a special guest for the ninth and 10th season just as the show was ending. Is that when he got
0: together with Kelly? So that was when I think Kelly was going to get married to Brandon. Do you remember Kelly and Brandon were going to get married? It's been years, clearly, I know. like I don't watched remember. the show. I, I love that you kept it, it straight. Yeah, but, but I think funny. that was when Kelly and Brandon were getting married and he came back. And Because I remember this scene where she was in her wedding dress and she turned and looked at Dylan and it was like, ugh. <gasps> You know,
1: it was one of those moments. It's kind
0: of choking me up thinking about it, actually, a little bit. But he and Kelly were together before he left the first time, and then
1: he came back, and she decided she wasn't going to marry Brandon.
0: No, they weren't together when he left. No. He was with somebody else. Okay. Like, yeah, the wife, I believe. Oh,
1: for the love! Anyway,
2: anyway,
0: anyways, yeah. he, when nine hundred two and zero came back, yeah. remember they did like the reboot that was on the CW. The whole storyline there, I believe, was that Kelly and Dylan, Kelly and Dylan, had gotten back together and had kids, but he was like away.
1: He was away somewhere. All right. Now, while he was on 90210, he also did a couple of movies. I don't know if you remember any of these. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. And, of course, the bull riding movie, Eight Seconds.
0: That was a great movie. Eight Seconds? I I just
1: vaguely remember it. Oh, it was so good. So his career slowed down a little bit after 90210, but things have been picking up for him recently. He'd been playing Archie's father on Riverdale, and he's in Quentin Tarantino's upcoming movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's going to play Wayne a real life actor from the old TV shows Custer, Lancer, and Chase. Riverdale is temporarily shut down production. Uh, Lucas originally from Ohio, you know. Yeah, I Mansfield. Did know, yeah, and I moved to LA after high school. I guess he he once said he auditioned for 256 roles before getting any work in a TV commercial. Mm. Wow. That's commitment. I know. He paid the rent by working in a doorknob factory and for an asphalt paving company. He
0: was just, I remember growing up watching him on the show. And first of all, that show kind of mirrored like... I think they were all, like, the same age as my sister, and it was like, oh, my God, you know, Kelly's going to lose her virginity, or this is going to happen. I just remember that being, like, such a big part a big of deal. our lives growing up, for yeah. sure. And he kind of played, like, this mysterious bad boy at times that, you you know, you didn't want to really like him, and the parents didn't always approve, but he was He it. had that
1: James Dean look yeah. to him, you know? So he leaves behind his fiancée, Wendy, two children from a previous marriage who are 21 and 18.
2: Luke Perry, of course, decided not to return as Dylan when they rebooted 90210 10 years ago. And I guess he was not among the six, six original cast members who were doing the recently announced 90210 revival this summer. And there are some conflicting reports as to why. Some say that he was never all that interested. While others say he was up for doing a guest spot here and there, but he just couldn't commit to a larger role because of his Riverdale schedule. You know, it's a full-time job for him. So it's hard to say how his death will impact the project because the show was supposed to feature everyone playing these heightened versions of themselves trying to get a revival off of the ground, and it was going to premiere this summer. But now everything is kind of hanging in the balance and uh, then of course they got to figure out how they're going to handle his death yeah. on yeah. Riverdale as well. Well
0: maybe they'll write the reboot of 90210 like that's how they all come together is because It'd Be a modern day big chill where one of them yeah. one of them always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
2: Surgery has an art
1: what would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Members of the group of friends dies and then yeah. everybody gets together. and They, they had to do did, something. But he
2: did, despite his lack of interest in 90210 for whatever reason, whether he thought it was too soapy or it just wasn't his thing, he did maintain good relationships, it seems like, with most with the of the cast ad. members. Yeah, they may not yeah. have hung out every day, but they all seem to really care about each other
1: they're all commenting and they're heartbroken
2: it is six thirty nine with jeff and jen at cincinnati's q102
1: so ben affleck was on the today show yesterday with one of the loves of my life charlie hunnam the two of them are in a movie together and they sat down and we're talking to tahoda tahoda copy and he opened up about his battle with
2: alcoholism all right let's listen to a clip People are sort of uncomfortable. I don't. doesn't really bother me to talk about alcoholism and being an alcoholic. It's part of my life. It's something that I deal with. Um, it doesn't have to sort of subsume my whole identity and be everything, but it is something that, uh, you know, you have to work at. And, you, you know, I feel like I had a problem, and I really want to address it, and I take some, some pride in that, and I hope that, um, you know, and it is. It's about yourself, your life, your family, and, you know, people. We encounter these kinds of, of hurdles, and uh, we have to deal with them.
1: You know, it's so funny to hear Ben Affleck talk in interviews. Doesn't it say to me, it always sounds like he's talking a lot faster and his voice is a lot higher than any of the roles that I've ever seen him play. Doesn't he sound really? I mean, like he's nervous. He just sounds really, really different. Very animated. Yeah. Also talked about trying to be a good dad. And he admitted that Jennifer Garner is a great mom. He added, he added, quote, of course, she's wonderful. Somebody's the mother of your kids. They're going to be the most important central person in your life, and that's good. Hmm. So this is the the new movie that he's in. It's a Netflix movie. It's called Triple Frontier, and his battle with alcoholism actually delayed the production by six months, but uh, the director, J.C. Chandor, said it was worth
2: it. Wow. Yeah, supposedly a pretty good movie. All right. In other E! News this morning, Kanye West is a man who couldn't retire even if he wanted to. Because it's in his contract, literally. Kanye West is suing to get out of his deal with EMI, the record label. And as part of the case, he submitted a clause from the contract that really spells out just how evil some of these entertainment companies can be. It says that Kanye must, quote, remain actively involved in writing, recording, and producing compositions and major label albums. He may not seek to retire as a songwriter, recording artist, or producer, or take any extended hiatus during which he is not actively pursuing his musical career, which sounds pretty damn close to slavery which may be why he was so obsessed with that subject for a hot minute last year. Anyway, the California Labor Code says that personal service contracts cannot last more than seven years. Kanye has been with EMI since 2003. EMI has used various options to extend that contract over the years, but Kanye has had enough of that, which is why he's suing to get out of his deal.
1: Hmm. Hey, how would you like to see Peyton Manning come be an announcer for Monday Night Football?
0: Oh, I would love that. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. He's got such a fun personality in those commercials. Oh,
2: those commercials are hilarious. He's
0: just cute. But the New York Post is saying that ESPN
1: is trying to get him to join Monday Night Football after Jason Witten decided to quit and go back to the Dallas Cowboys. So supposedly they'd be willing to offer him more than the $6.5 million a year that John Gruden was making before he left. But that might not be enough. Hmm. Guess uh, Peyton doesn't really want to get into broadcasting at this point. No.
0: Eventually, you think he will?
2: Who knows? He, you know. Oh, it seems like a pretty big commitment. You got to be someplace every week, all the time. Yeah, well, can they, be fun. He could do one commercial shoot on a Saturday and, and make, make millions <laughs> of dollars and never have to show up again for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. the commentator jobs are like, you know, when you're in season, they're full time because you're studying every day, and yeah. you're interviewing, and you're working. I mean, there's really no day off during football season. You just think about everything you have to know. You right. have to know, like, I mean, every a lot player. of stuff
1: is being fed to you, but a lot of it you have to know. you got to be able to yeah. rattle it off yeah. the top of
2: your head. you got to right. study it, and it's not enough to be a successful ex-player. No, you're there's really a lot more to it. know who's involved. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 644 with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.